0: A lot of people say that Rand Paul, the, you know, the guy that, that's now running for senator uh, in Kentucky, is certifiable. But I don't know about that. All I know is that he's not certified. Really? Not certified? Not well certified. Okay.
1: I thought he was an ophthalmologist. Well, he
0: said in his resume that he's a board-certified ophthalmologist, Uh even though the National Clearinghouse for such certifications says he hasn't been been so for the past five years. Paul who practices in Bowling Green says he is certified by the National Board of Ophthalmology a group that he incorporated in 1999 and that he heads. Really? Yeah, yeah he but that entity is not recognized by the American Board of Medical Specialties which works with the AMA to approve such specialty boards. Uh-huh. Lori Bukas, a spokesman for the American Board of Medical Specialties, said her organization considers certifications to be valid only if they are done by the 24 groups that they have approved and it works with the AMA. So he didn't get approved. So what does he do? The great libertarian mm-hmm. he creates his own creates board. His own. Well, I and think you know what? Yeah. He let himself in immediately. That's
1: the, that's the libertarian way. You know, there's going to be the department of licensing that is a self, you know, it's Dave's department of licensing that gives Dave a driver's license and you don't have to worry about any going in and taking a test or anything like that.
0: Yeah. The guy that's about to, you know, about to put something in your eye or maybe the surgeon is about to take your heart out board certified. Yeah. I just formed the organization yesterday. I did just fine.
1: Yeah, all me and my neighbors, we sit around, we practice with our knives and our guns and and uh, we know how to eviscerate and do all those things. So we're the board of evisceration. That's easy. You know, you can you could establish I mean think of taking over like the Department of Defense. Right. You know, this is Grand Paul's <laughs> Department of Defense. You yeah. know, we get those tanks over there, you know, <laughs> move those troops into out of between, around, Afghanistan, around
0: Afghanistan. Any, anyway, whatever he says goes, because yeah, he runs the, the he show. Runs the board.
1: I think that's a great libertarian solution.
2: One, two, three, four. Dirty day goes by, the sirens wail, the babies cry, hey, get me out of here, a madman drives down the dusty highway, screaming and yelling, get out of my way, hey, get me out of here, rollerblade trying to catch the crew hey get me out of here you pay your money and you take your chances forget about all the cheesy romances hey get me out of here No, no, no. Get me on Highway 5 going north right now. for the movies in your head for you
0: I have Scott Wild on the phone, our social media guru. How are you doing out there in North Dakota, Mr. Wild?
3: Things are going great, Peter. It's good to talk to you.
0: Well, so far we've got people kind of up on their new websites, and they're reaching out to Facebook and reaching out to Twitter. Now we're going to talk about metrics, i.e., how do you know who's listening, how many, and how much they're worth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Talk to us about metrics, Scott.
3: Well, it's really kind of the uh, the goal in all of doing in doing anything as far as social media or your internet marketing campaign is you want to have some sort of measurement tool that that tells you well what we're doing is worth it. Um, And also to help us help guide us in the future as to what's working and what's not working. Um, We were just having a conversation before we jumped on the air here about uh, where are people listening, you know, and and when we look at some of the numbers, um, maybe more people are listening via podcast and iTunes and downloading the information than they are via the streaming. And those are the types of things, especially in the podcast world, where measurement can come in handy because it helps us to determine. Where are people consuming this content, and what's important? Um, one of the things I think I'll start by talking about metrics is what are the important pieces to look at when you're looking at your your monthly Web Stats report. Well, how do you and, first
0: of all? How do you access your monthly Web stat report? Web stats? Usually,
3: it's through your uh, web host. Um, mm-hmm. Whoever is hosting your website will provide some sort of a stats, whether it's AW Stats or um, you know Google Analytics uh, can be installed on a site. I I run the web stats off of the server Mm -hmm. as well as the Google Analytics. And I analyze the two because they give me different data. Um, But they also provide some backup for some of the same data. So usually it's your web host. You want to talk to who's ever hosting your website and say, where can I find my monthly stats or, as we're calling it, metrics. Okay. Um, One of the first things you look at is unique visitors. Um, The reason for that being... um, you want to know how, how true your network is or, and how big your reach is. And so when you can find out, you know, if you go to the site three times, Peter, and I go to the site three times, that's six visits. Mm-hmm. But there's only two unique visitors there, right. you and I. Yeah. So it's important to, first of all, say how many unique visitors, but then find out how often are they returning so mm-hmm. you want to know total number of visits and you can do an average to say you know the average person is coming back two to three times a week which if you're doing five shows a week is a pretty good result yeah. um, you're gonna get some people that come back for all five shows during the week So very important that we understand Who's coming? How often they're they're coming back, and then length of stay on the website is another really critical piece. Um, most metrics now still give you hits, which is really, in my opinion, garbage because every single element on your website, every graphic, every widget is considered a one hit. So <clears throat> I can program your web your homepage so when someone just pulls it up, you get twenty hits automatically. Right from the first so, it, it can, so it can be
0: a bogus stat.
3: It really kind of is. I mean, it's really nothing to put a lot of weight into. Um, You could have millions of hits, but that doesn't mean you have millions of visitors coming. So we're looking at unique visitors. We're looking at the amount of stay. How often are they returning? And then uh, Google Analytics will tell you things like what keywords are they using in the search engines to find you. That's important. And this can help you um, sort of Pick the language you want to use on the site. I always say you got to use customer centric language versus organization centric language because you have to talk their language. You have to create that emotional connection with them so that they buy into it and and they they feel like there's a connection there with what well, you're well,
0: making. Well, Scott, there's more to talk about on metrics. We'll Absolutely. do that on our next session. We're going to get into more metrics and we're also going to find out about how to get how to use certain tools to reach out to lots of people, you know, simultaneously. Thank you, Scott. We'll be back real soon. Right on.